Let's put our phones on uh, airplane Yeah, I just did my shit. Uh, So the first thing I say on the episode is incorrect. (laughs) Good start to the new year for Andrew. Here we go. (laughs) Close enough. It's December December 29th. Close enough. But we said Happy New Year in the last one. But anyway, so you guys know me. I am your host, Lutch. Here with me is my co-host, Conover. Already fucking up. What's up, everybody? And <laughs> our guest for today, someone very special, an old high school friend, John. What's going on, John? What's up, man? How's it going? Not mm-hmm. bad. Not bad. I was just uh, just telling Conover earlier, I'm glad you're coming today because <laughs> this fucking rainy weather we've been having and it's been fucking getting me down. Yeah. And you, uh, this is gnarly. <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a positive vibes kind of dude, so I'm definitely Start glad to... Them. Start yeah. sending them. Start sending them. I'll be on this side. <laughs> so, uh, I, don't know, I don't know what to call you. Adventurer? Dreamer? Uh, <laughs> Just a vessel, man. Just a vessel. Just a vessel. Just a vessel, yeah. okay. So, uh, but yeah, you do a lot of... Uh, we were talking a little bit about it before, but mm-hmm. uh, your big thing lately has been traveling. Yeah. So uh, give us the scoop. Where you Where been? Where you been? Where you done? Who you Let's met? <laughs> um, I finished. I finished college and then was working at a church for a while. Where'd you go? And school? then uh, I went to Nyack College. Oh, okay. oh word! I was Nyack, in a drum corps up there in Nyack. Oh, yeah. cool! Uh, right up the end of the uh, Parkway, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I finished there and was uh, working as a youth pastor at a church, and then. Um, my homies who I, was, I had started the church with had replaced I did not me. know that. Podcast over. No, uh, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, Sorry, uh, go ahead. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, my homies had replaced me um, in my job, and then, I don't know, I was just like chilling in New Brunswick, and um, um, let me see. Yeah, I was chilling in New Brunswick, like paying paying rent there, and it just became clear. It was like, if I'm going to like scrape by somewhere, if I'm going to be just working like any sort of job to be living somewhere, I need to do it somewhere like more interesting. So mm. an environment that's like giving back to me more. So uh, a homie hit me up and he had an opportunity for me in San Diego. So I just like packed up my car, had 500 bucks in my pocket and just like drove across the country in three days. Damn. Nice. And then I was just like in San Diego figuring that out. Damn. And, uh, I yeah. heard it's nice out there. I've got <laughs> friends out there. It's in a San crazy Diego. weather anomaly. Man. Really? <laughs> really? No shit. Yeah. I've got, my brother's got friends from high school and he's been out there a few times. I haven't been out there before. Isn't it just but... like sunny and 75? Like 
Yeah, yeah, between 75 days. and 85, like, most of the time. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's where I need to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I like explosions the cold, in the sky. Yeah, nice shirt. Nice. <laughs> we, had, we had a moment a few episodes back about explosions, remember? Really? It, was, it was just me and oh, you. Yeah. I forget what episode oh, it was. No, there was some, uh... Are you, no, dude, it was just me and you, because we were just, uh, we had, like, a real fucking visceral, intimate, like, That's moment awesome. connecting we to it. I saw him in college, and it was just incredible, dude. I was just lost. Listening Dude, to the concert, it was I incredible. feel you. I cried both times. That what, there we go. Like, there no we problem. go. <laughs> there we go. Guess I gotta yeah. add that to the uh, the old bucket list. There's yeah, just something. There's just something about the environment at those explosion shows, man. And mm-hmm. I've only been to one, and it was at Starlight in Philly. So it was very. I, you know, I've talked about oh, this okay. before, but mm-hmm. it was a very intimate venue and everything. So that helped. Oh, that's but sick. I mean, I was sober. I was young, so like I wasn't even drinking. I don't think I was. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I had smoked. I don't, I don't remember, but point being, like, it was just incredible, and it's a really short stage at Starlight in Philly, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever been there, but mm-hmm. it's a really short stage, and I was up front, and being a bigger dude, that always, you know, helps me at those types of shows, you but, go. you know, I got up front, and dude, like, you could just lean on the stage like this, and oh. just, dude, I got lost, like, mm-hmm. I, my head That's was down, sick. just swaying back and forth, oh, and man. it was, it was a really, really cool experience. I've been telling him he tools. needs, yeah, <laughs> I've been telling him he needs to come to an electronic show. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done that yet. I oh, haven't done man. that yet. Very different, very warm, <clears throat> very warm vibe. Yeah. Um, it's funny, like, after I was in San Diego for, like, eight months, um, oh, yeah, I was like, Diego. I was well, it, it all links together. Here we go. But, like, um, so I moved out to San Diego, and then shortly after went to Burning Man for the first time. And then didn't wow. party at all for, like, eight months. Oh, and come it was back just like... <laughs> Yeah, it's just, like, uh, I was stuck in a city and, like, didn't really know how to, like, manifest a new environment for myself. Didn't really know how to, like, pull the trigger on decisions. It was weird. It's, like, my anxiety my anxiety had, like, crushed me to the point that, like, I didn't really know how to, like, go out and make friends at just, like, bars or whatever. And so um, one day I was just fed up and I was just, like, what the fuck made me happy before? And, like, what, where did I meet the, the like, warmest people? That's a good and, um, start. Yeah, like, how many, start. how often, how many people ask themselves that? Yeah, like, like being, when's mind, time being mindful of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just, like, what, what, what type of events do you feel like you could meet the people that you think you'd like? And so, like, concerts and stuff like that is a good bet. Like, if Hell you're yeah. looking for something, yeah. people that like a certain type of band because you like that band, if you go there, you'll probably meet people like that. I mean, you automatically have something in common yeah. with mm-hmm. that person. Like, automatically. Yeah. That's the best part about going into shows. Absolutely. And so it's like, yeah, I, uh, I just searched on Facebook, um, like, Underground Desert Party, and found one. It was, like, called Eternal, and it was based outside of uh, San Diego in the desert. And, uh, yeah, I went there, it was, like, a hundred people, and it was, like, the warmest nice. vibes. It was, like, tech house, like, you know, very, nice. very That's different. Right yeah. on my own. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a lot of homies that you'd like then, for sure. <laughs> it was, like, ended up, like, getting plugged into that community from that event. And so nice. I ended up hanging out with them, um, for a solid six months, going to a lot of parties. But, um, also, like, my job situation had fall- fallen apart and shit. So then, um... All of a sudden, like, I was going to leave back to New Jersey and uh, was staying at my friend's house and uh, went away for a desert party over the weekend. And then by the time I'd come back, 
some friends that had stayed behind set up my tent in the backyard <laughs> and, and, and like put all my like luggage out and like arranged it like it was my room and they were like you should stay dude and so like I just started figuring out figuring out life without funding but um, wow. yeah just like wow. started giving my love to people in their environment and so you know just hopping around to different houses and like staying with people for a couple days and like took planning and safety and like my stability out of the equation but I could see each time I was hanging out with people that it was having a positive effect that we were talking about loving things and like I have I have um I have this thing that I got going on where like I believe that um what we understand is God is like love itself that there is a center to this universe that is love unconditional love and that thing has a consciousness and so like it wants a relationship with us. And so I've been experiencing outwardly and inwardly this relationship and then going into situations and in people's homes and just like letting them, know, letting them know that I love them, that the universe loves them, that there's a lot more love coming at them that they could be embracing than what they're choosing to or what they're led to. And so it's been a really powerful ride and just like moments, like one moment leading to the next and just like letting that love guide me. And uh, what's the reception like? incredible yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i mean once you like once you really communicate with people about like that you're only there for unconditional love that you only want to envelop them in love and talk to them about something that wants to envelop them in love then like what's all the walls with, i guess down. right yeah. yeah yeah it's just like people have been looking for that and when you hear that your spirit just resounds it's just like yes and to me that's just like the truth you know yeah. like it's it, that's the, the proof ultimate is vulnerability in, yeah it's yeah. like it's yeah. like the proof is in the pudding you know it's that's like sure. it's right there and so it's been really powerful i remember um i was chilling at a party and uh, this guy came up to me and uh, he was a friend, friend of mine and we had talked previously at other parties and <clears throat> he was like Dude, I heard you, like, know about God or something, you know? Just, like, <laughs> I know about like, I, God. I've got, some, I've got, like, some idea. Like, I've got my own, like, thing going on. And uh, this was before I was, like, really trying to be about it or, like, put it on blast. Right. It may, this may have been, like, the sparking point. So and how so long ago are we talked? This was four and a half years ago, something like that. Okay. Um, and so... We're at this party, and, like, I'm sober, he's sober, and, uh... He just starts telling me about um, this thing that's been plaguing his life. So he gets these, uh, at that time he was getting these uh, night terrors that were of different members of his family, all co all committing suicide in different ways. Oh, you know, but every night since Damn. he was a toddler. Wow. It was just like, wow. was his sleep life, was these nightmares and like never getting actual sleep. Damn. Just Damn. like... Waking up and ripping his sheets apart and, like, punching his lovers in the face. Like, Damn. Yeah, like, told me That's a bunch terrifying. of crazy shit, dude. And it was, like, his life was filled with, like, think about it. If your sleep zone was, like, so you're scared to go to sleep oh, every scared night. To go to sleep. You know, yeah. like, what yeah. the fuck? And so, by the time he was telling, by the time he was done telling me the story, it was, like, tears coming out of my face. I told him, I was, like, dude, I, I have to pray for you. Like, I have to like reach out to my the whatever I know of like the exterior power to help this situation I have to and uh I was just like started praying for him and it got pretty intense and it was just like god I don't care what this guy believes in I don't give a fuck if he cares about Jesus or not 
I need you to help your son. I need mm. you to help this person. Like, mm. this is like just not even fair to anybody. Like, like this is ridiculous. And so, um, I don't know, it was like pretty elongated prayer, just like trying to fill him up with love, but also like cast down that shit and like cut it out of his like psyche and stuff. And, um, so, um, yeah, ended up just like the conversation, the conversation where well, the prayer ended and then he kind of just walked away and was just like, was smiling and just like, kind of like bowed his head and said, thank you. But then like, didn't really want to talk to me for the rest of the night. Hmm. He was just like in thought and, uh, so yeah, his juice is flowing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so a month, a month goes by. Don't worry guys. And, I'll ask him about the prayer part. <laughs> a month goes by and I, um, I see him at another party and he like runs up to me. He's like, dude, I need to tell you. And I was like, what? He's like, I haven't had a nightmare since. That's awesome. And I was like, mm. were you fucking kidding me? Like, mm. did like, did that just really happen? And he was just like, yep. And so it's interesting because that happened four and a half years ago. I checked in with him a couple months ago and I have checked in with him throughout. And he hasn't had those nightmares anymore at all. Cool. And so, um, you know, it was just an interesting moment where it became clear to me that whatever, like, the love of the universe is, that thing wants to help us and wants to come in and, like, unlock us to become our full selves, you know, and to give us, like, our real true power that's, like, stripped away from our government and stripped away from us by religion and society and, like, wants us to live, like, supernatural, full, like, miraculous lives and that, like, everything that's come to chain up humans is to stop that miraculous miraculous activity to stop us from realizing our true potential because if we did realize it then we'd need we'd have no need for governing it, like my my belief is that when Jesus came and he died on the cross like he was an ambassador of that love and it was that love telling us that we don't need any more go-betweens. It's we can have a relationship directly with the love of the universe, and that like mm. we, that can fill us, and like we, we can have our own unique like relationship with it. And that you know, Jesus even said that like um, you know we're we're sent to do better things than he ever did. You know, it's like all those miracles in the Bible and shit. It's like that's supposed to be like chump change in comparison to what we should be up to if we decide to grasp that relationship with love itself. You know, mm -hmm. and it's weird because it's just like I see some of that shit happening without me trying that hard. You know, it's like I'm like I said, I'm a vessel. I'm just trying to be a vessel, and like that love sees me and it's just like, all right, he's not trying to control anybody. He's not trying to hurt anybody. He's just trying to love people. So I'm going to flow through this cat and then like bless the people around him. And it's just like a lot of times when really beautiful shit is happening, it's like, I'm barely aware. I'm barely even like trying. It's just like people are being like really affected, not by me or anything like in uh, from my physical form, but what's happening spiritually, the love that's flowing through me onto them, but it's not from me, it's from love itself. So just to just to parse out kind yeah, of I just yeah, said a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, bring it on. So because uh, I was going to say, I mean, listeners, you guys know that I was a Christian in high school, um, and now I'm definitely not. Um, so you, uh, John was, I also remember John being a uh, pretty pretty prominent Christian in, in mm -hmm. high school, I'd say. Um, Very active. 
And uh, it's so it sounds like you still have a lot of uh, that background um, operating in the sense that you know when you say you sat down and you prayed with this guy mm-hmm. that um, and I mean take this as a, a question I guess okay. correct me if I'm mischaracterizing yeah. uh, that 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 you're uh, this vessel for some other uh, intelligence that exists mm-hmm. and that that we can not only benefit from it but we it, we can tap into it as to have an effect on it in, yeah. the, in the way that you know this guy was having these night terrors and it was something so so I guess to say that it, that you you uh, believe in the in, in divinity in general because hmm. I mean because like what, the, a... what that sounds like to, to me the way I would see that is that I just had a, a conversation with this guy and and um, you know he had a, a, a I would call it a spiritual moment with you and and um, you know who knows what kind of conversations and relationships he's had in his life prior to that mm-hmm. uh, and that whatever you guys said the, the experience that you had had a positive effect on his psyche and mm-hmm. that that uh, helped helped his sleep problems mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't <clears throat> I wouldn't necess- I wouldn't even call it uh, well I mean I, I personally wouldn't have prayed with him I would have just you know had a conversation with him mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that the prayer did anything that couldn't have been done without it. I I had thought about Would, that, and but I I guess I beg to differ because this guy's lived with it all his fucking life. Like he's had to deal with it, and absolutely has like sought out um, sought out help, you know, and like sought out you know counseling and stuff like that to. Um, to alleviate it and it was just like nothing was working all his homies so you, you know so you don't so, think me as an as an atheist there's nothing that I could have said that uh, short of well I don't know that I definitely I mean like that's from, uh, that's, that's uh, like making an assumption that I know the only way and that it couldn't okay, so. hand out possibly positive, positively any other way okay which I don't believe you know it's just mm-hmm. like I happen to be a part of something that seems to be working that, you know, there seems to be a connection that, you know, I believe is the most beautiful thing in my life, and I'm just trying to use that and, like, harness people into that, like, whatever unique interpretation that they're having of that experience, (laughs) but, um... So would yeah, you label like, would you label yourself in a Christian or uh, in a religious way? Not particularly, <clears throat> not anymore. Uh, like, because you just said that was a few years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Like at that, at that point, I was still pretty linked to my um, Christianity and like the the framework that that is, and like still still like believing that like the Bible is like a sound document and that like I need to get my life right as according to the Bible and stuff. Uh, but I would not. I would not categorize myself as a Christian. No. Um, so you just don't label it. You just kind of. It is. What yeah. It is. It, it's. I mean. It's. It's a relationship with unconditional love itself, and I believe that thing has a consciousness, you know, and that it's having a relationship with me. That there's enough like signifying moments, not just like in my heart and in my own like 
chemistry and psyche, but exterior stuff that is confirming that there is a thing that I'm like dancing with mm. and that like, I don't know, it's like making my, my, my life more and more beautiful and like making my life powerful and like not for me, but for itself. But in that way, it's just for itself being that it just wants to connect and have relationships with mm -hmm. other beings as well. No. See, that seems to be the impasse where probably Connor you as well, but that I often, <clears throat> I often come to in in conversations, uh, like religious conversations, because I we're empiricists in the sense that we don't like making any kind of claim that can't be proven. Hmm. You know, our whole thing is uh, believe nothing except that anything is possible. Mm -hmm. So. Do I believe that it's possible that there's an all-knowing being who is sitting there and giving this guy, or, or this guy's having night terrors, and he knows about it, but he's not doing anything about it mm -hmm. until you prayed for it? Like, that it, doesn't seem like something that would make, but I, I mean... I don't believe I don't believe it's impossible. Mm -hmm. I just don't hold a belief in in that or or most variations that you could still call any kind of theistic or religious mm -hmm. belief. Um, and <clears throat> along with that, it has has come the desire to identify what can be identified. Hmm. So that's that's kind of where the question. Uh, comes from, and, or I guess the string of questions about you know what it is exactly that what you believe and and you know, the label and this and that because mm. for me and I guess I, I'm learning this more and more as as I go on uh, that not everybody does think that way and I think I personally think it would be good if everybody thought that way I'm open to I, I like to hear other people's perspectives because if I find a better way I'd like to. Uh, you know, operate that we should all think that way. Um, nice, that's and, and and when I say we should all think that way, not the things we think, but the way we think. Mm -hmm. the, you know, the way we you know to treat other people with respect. I guess that's a, mm -hmm. a that's a thing to think, but mm -hmm. you know, more generalized. It's a way to think. And, and yeah. yeah, and like, <clears throat> um, especially like in our and when we were talking to uh, Professor Feldman. He was talking about uh, spirituality versus religion and, and the language of that and how mm -hmm. I was saying it was semantic. And, and it, 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 again, it comes down to faith being a bad thing, which is what I believe as an anti-theist, but I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing for someone to practice a religion um, and even believe in supernatural things mm -hmm. as long as it doesn't as long as they're aware that that's something that they buy into that that's uh, a faith that they have that shouldn't that's the leap they make yeah yeah. That, mm -hmm. yeah it seems to be missed among a lot of the close I wouldn't, I wouldn't say fundamental but more leaning there's because there's a lot of moderates I would say that believe this as well but but more, uh, more on the fundamental side that huh. kind of feel like you know it, it, that's you know it has to be this way yeah and, and everybody else should do this and Right. Not I'm, I'm not saying that everybody should think what I think, but I think if everybody thinks 
kind of the way that I think, then huh. the things they end up believing will be more akin to your unique personality while at the same time being more ubiquitous in the sense that it's something that can that doesn't oppress anyone else. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, I that's I guess that's my journey is is finding is defining that and and continuing to stay on mm-hmm. what can be defined and what can and should be left to interpretation and debate and opinion and those kind of things hmm. because if we say that we can define morality empirically uh, which as you guys know and as I mentioned before is, is one of Sam Harris's uh, um, hypotheses uh, in one of his books called The Moral Landscape mm-hmm. and um he basically says that if evil means anything, that it has to be the worst possible suffering for all sentient beings. And so you can use... You, while there may not be an absolute moral bad and an absolute moral good, you can have a functional moral bottom at that, the also, uh, most possible suffering for all beings. And mm-hmm. anything greater than that becomes more moral. And, huh. and by that, you have a moral standard, and you can still believe that there is no moral absolutes. Hmm. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, all this boils down to how should society act so that we can all be as good as we could be mm-hmm. and live the best lives we can live. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that using those words and, and, and finding those definitions and parsing out those things don't doesn't really seem to be on, on the top of your list. No, it's not really... It's a relationship, you know. So like, how would you address a situation like you did four years ago today, then? Similarly, but just, like, I guess wording would have been right. different, that's you kind, know. Yeah, that's bit, like, I, I still feel that that consciousness is, like, realer than ever in my life and, like, very, making it very clear that it wants to, like, reach out and, like, touch people. And so um, if that happened today, yeah, I probably would have just, like, left Jesus and the word God out of it. Okay. Just, like, call it, okay. like, love itself, you know? It, like, okay. And talk to it, like, And why love. specifically? Well, because, well, first of all, the word God is just from the Anglo-Saxon word for the right. word God, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just, like, that feeling, do you know? And, like, love is that feeling, you know? Unconditional love turns that whole thing on, and that's, mm-hmm. like, the life force of all of us and the thing that makes all the walls drop. So to me, that's the master key, that's the answer, that's the center, unconditional love boom can't go wrong right and so um yeah just like calling out to that thing that i know is listening and because of like that's interesting because that's pretty much yeah that's like i said that's pretty much what i would i would do and and again that the polarization of using religious language that's exactly yeah is is what we talk about it a lot and i'm like dude dude. it's, it's usually when I t- when I'm talking to a Christian, it's like, dude, I believe the same things you believe. Like I've had those same experiences yeah. where it's like I know there's something else there that you can't see or touch That's or awesome. explain. It's there. I know it's there. Fuck People yeah. throughout history of all faiths and without faiths have right. felt it. Mm-hmm. Like it's there. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's it's spanned all those different people mm-hmm. is is evidence oh, I was about to say proof but is, yeah. evidence, is evidence see empiricism very mm-hmm. very very 
big distinction between yeah. evidence and proof. But it's evidence to me that it's not God, it's not mm-hmm. Jesus, it's not uh, Allah, it's not Zeus, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's something. And and the way you say it's calling out to us, I would have to again, I would have to see some evidence that it has agency. I think mm. it's something that can be tapped into. I think it's just there. And huh. Kind of like, kind of like, you know, how, I mean, in, which is to say, I think it's natural. I think, I don't think it's divine when, you know, I was asking, mm-hmm. I don't think it's anything divine. I don't think there is such a thing as divine. I believe things exist or they don't exist. And which, which again, usually to religious people coming from an atheist means your experiences were just some a hallucination or something you happened, that happened mm. in your head. That's not necessarily the case. That may be the case. That may mm-hmm. very very well be the case. I've had hallucinations and I've had spiritual experiences sober, and you know sometimes you can't tell the difference. But uh, very similar. Yeah, <laughs> it, at least they can be. Yeah. But, yeah. but to say because I've had that experience and that experience is as real as any other experience that I've had, that then to make the leap and say. There's something that was reaching out to me rather than I was just experiencing something that's, that's, that's just there. Mm -hmm. Like, like, uh, you know, the electromagnetic field, like Mm -hmm. the, 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 uh, frequency of light. We only saw the, the, uh, what do you call it? The, the bandwidth of light. Wavelengths. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we only see a very small, uh, part of that and more light uh, yeah. ultraviolet light infrared light exists we just don't see it it's there you could put on infrared goggles and you'll see that it's there you could take a magnet and, and when it, the magnetism exists it's all there mm-hmm. it's just that we can't and you know again I, I, guess, I was going to uh, bring up Richard Dawkins who's mm-hmm. one of the uh, the new atheists and he's an evolutionary biologist so he talks about how you know we were like if you think about how recent technology is in the the history of our species, we were evolved to see uh, to survive on the plains, you know, uh, survive ag- against you know animals as big as a, a mountain lion or a woolly mammoth and as small as a fucking I don't know a, an insect or something. Okay. We weren't meant to understand the world smaller than that. We weren't meant to, you know, we weren't built to understand the the, the cosmos, the, the the magnitude of size that exists. We we just you we, don't think so? I, no, I don't. Huh. I think that we we it, it's so new to the human experience. I mean, Carl Sagan's pale blue dot speech when. Um, Voyager, the the um, the satellite that's now somewhere around Pluto, it's the farthest reaching thing. Mm-hmm. When it first got far enough away from the Earth to take a picture of the 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 Earth as a whole, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people talk about that as a really big moment in in you know the human awakening or however you want to put it. Okay. Because it was the first time that you know you see. You know, like, you know, countries and all those are, are fake borders. Even re- re- yeah. religions we belong to are different borders. Yeah. But you don't see any of that. You just see the earth yes. amongst empty space. Uh-huh. And, the, you know, and, the, and then as we've learned more about the size of the universe huh. and then postulate that this might be just one of infinite universes. Huh. 
Yeah, yeah. Our brain just wasn't... I mean, we still... We still operate on a lot of those evolutionary things for the the caveman. A lot of what we're living in is so new in terms of the history of the planet and the history of our species that evolutionarily it doesn't make sense that our bodies, our, our brains themselves would have adapted to that type of environment, an environment where you're thinking about things that big, where you're looking through a microscope. Huh. I would have to differ because there's been a lot of like... Um, interference with like human evolution and like how much we can really grasp for in the universe like there's a lot of there's a lot of organizations religions what have you governments that are trying to shut down human awakening and like have been but they have been doing that for a long time Mm -hmm. and like if we weren't held back you know what could we really accomplish what could we really accomplish if we were actually like or what have we already accomplished that we didn't like? If you think back to like ancient Egypt and and like Mesopotamia and shit, and like they had shit, like they did shit. They fucking had like tools. They had mm-hmm. tech, they had an understanding of mathematics and stuff that it's like how the fuck did they know that? Like we're just relearning this shit now. Mm-hmm. You appear yourself. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. So we're just gonna keep going. Yeah. So, and yeah, it's interesting. So it's, it's, it's the, at the end of the day, it always comes back to the same thing. It's like, dude, we're all saying the same shit. Well, that's why I asked specifically, like how I would address it. That was a good question. Yeah. Because like, I do think it just does, it, it comes down to language. The more and more we talk to different people and get to the point of, okay, like we can all agree that there's something out there and we just can't define it yet. We're all calling it something different, and it always seems. So let's to come fucking work on that instead of just yeah arguing about it being there or not. Like let's all just we're just saying no, it's God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there, that's a discussion that needs to be had, and everybody's afraid to have it, and it's unfortunate because that is the discussion that needs to be had. That's uh, we were just saying how you know you were talking about how institutions have been trying to stop that from thinking, and that's another mm-hmm. big problem that we have. Uh, I, I think a lot of atheists have with religion is that it it stops people from thinking because you have those experiences, mm-hmm. and because you've been told about God and you've been told about this that, um, just chalk it you, up to yeah, God. you yeah, chalk it up to you, God, that's and, it. Right and you're like, that, yeah. praise Jesus, yeah, and you stop it. thinking, you go yep. back to your life, and totally, it, rather than I've like debunking why it happens, like, yeah, totally, and um, instead really, of exploring, religions, I, from right. what I understand, religions are power structures. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're just like meant to control people and mm-hmm. then to like pull money out of them at a mm-hmm. pace, you know, and like get some people employed and, you know, but the thing is, that's how they were thought of. There's people that believe that they're doing something real right now, but I think it's not really. So the does the fact but, that you continue to use that kind of language, even if you, maybe not as much as you would before. Mm-hmm. Does that have anything to do with meeting people where they are? And, mm-hmm. and because I feel like the the what I lose with sticking so hard to not using that language mm-hmm. is that 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 hurdle that people just, especially someone. I mean, it's easier to to. to have these conversations with someone who's not as religious, obviously, because they're a little bit more open to to what an atheist might have to say. But people are just so tied to 
the religion that at the end of the day, even if you get them to see what you're saying, that oh yes, there's something out there, they're, they're just like yeah, but I you, you'll you'll see that it's God one day, and it's like that's yeah, not yeah. you're missing the point, you're missing yeah, the totally. point, mm-hmm. and so um uh, that's definitely something that's definitely a. Uh, you know, if you're making a pros and cons list, it's definitely a con of of being an atheist. <laughs> is, yeah. is 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 having trouble relating to people. Hmm. That's because hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem like you have a problem doing that. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just it's about leading with love. You know, like people can tell what angle you're coming from. You know, I've I've known people inside different religions that have beautiful effects on those around them. And it's because even if they're inside a religion or not, like, they're acting on a behalf of love, you know? And so, um, that's really, that's really the thing that makes the walls come down. And, uh... Because, I mean, again, I, once I started, I mean, atheism is definitely a rabbit hole. Like, once uh-huh. you start, there's a lot, and, and, and again, it's an easy word like if you're looking for shit on youtube it's easier to find something called atheist something or atheism this mm-hmm. than uh you know secular mm-hmm. humanistic materialist absurdism yeah you, mm-hmm. you know what i mean like so again i like to number one i like to be right <laughs> <laughs> so and i don't think that you can be right Unless and, and and have any confidence in that, unless you have steel man the other side, unless you've made sure, unless you've tried to be, uh, if you've tried as hard as you can to be wrong, and you're still right, then you could be pretty confident that you're right. And huh. I mean okay. that's basically the scientific point of view. I, I mean the the, sci- the scientific theory is basically to present a, a hypothesis. And then do everything you can to make sure you've tried every way to disprove it. Hmm. And if you can't disprove it, then you've got something. You know, in science there's no absolute truths. Mm-hmm. But we've tried to disprove gravity every single which way we can. And mm-hmm. it still has held. So we call it a theory. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, that's confusing language. Yeah, but we, that's, yeah. that's a whole other thing. Um it's always up to for for being questioned you know huh. I, I, that's part of what i first attracted me to it is is the the transparency and the the you know you're supposed to question everything as a yeah. skeptic uh that's another label you know, I, 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 I like you that know. one too actually i i think that if you if you're inside a faith or something like a religion or a like realm of thinking and you can question it past like its breaking point, then you shouldn't believe in that thing, right? You know? And so that's exactly. why that's why Christianity well, just a way. Yeah, that's so, why Christianity is not stuck around in my world. That's why uh-huh. like okay. the, working the nine to five is not stuck around in my world. That's why like you know just like different chains that people would usually accept like they just don't stick around because I can question past them. It's like why does this need to exist? Right. And eventually, mm. you find out that it doesn't, and so like. I don't know. It's just um, I don't know. It's very interesting. Something you said about faith that you think like that's something that's uh, that's like the problem. Yeah, if, I think faith is a yeah. dangerous, what, dangerous yeah. thing. What, I, I, what what do you define as faith? Faith is is believing something without or against sufficient evidence. If you believe, you some, think so. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that, is that like a, a, a uh, like a dictionary uh, thing, or is that like your interpretation? I mean, I, ha- I haven't. I don't know if I've looked that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I will find the definition of mm-hmm. faith. But I, <laughs> In, in, <laughs> yeah, but in all, I'm I mean, on both it. sides, um, I've heard I've heard people use that, and and uh, hmm. yeah, um, and, and I mean, it sounds like you have some faith, though. I well, believe we all I do. believe it as like we all do. Like knowing, I've, knowing, and believing that like there's something there that's like not in your vision, not uh, in well, how, exactly. Like I mean, I believe realm, like we right? we love. We let's come back to love. I believe mm-hmm. in love. I, you can't you can't. It's hard to define love. It's hard to whatever. Um, we you know that's the the example that people usually use when mm-hmm. when it comes to some, uh, that type of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I believe in. I mm-hmm. don't have any proof that it exists. But interesting. But it's something that I felt and I know is there. So I believe in it. But huh. that that I uh, I believe in it. In so far as what I've experienced, and I'm calling it love, and I, I, that doesn't the the reason that that's not the same kind of thing as religious faith is because it 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 it's an ex, you're 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 talking about an external thing. It's a mm-hmm. falsifiable thing that you believe in. That doesn't have evidence to prove that it's there or not, or has evidence to prove that it doesn't exist. Hmm. Do do you have some? Do you have some before? Let, let, let's hear the definition okay. of faith. Here. So the definitions of faith are complete trust or confidence in something or some someone or something. That's the first one. Okay. Second one's a little more specific. Uh, strong. It's a strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Hmm. So there is that caveat of rather than proof, right? Interesting. And and so, I wonder what they would describe as proof. Because for me, or spiritual. I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, like for me, like the the, the proof is right in front of me that that your cells stay together. You know, that's evidence. That's like, yeah, that's that's evidence. evidence That's not proof. I mean, the proof is if you looked under a microscope and you saw that the. Do you have? Do you see what I Different. That's why I made that distinction before between evidence and proof. Proof. Well, what would you define as proof in this situation? Proof is having sufficient evidence that is that uh, makes it reasonable to accept a certain claim. Okay. So, okay. you know, you don't have to ha- not. Uh, that's why you know, like I said, there's no absolute truths in in uh, in science. So. I can't prove that gravity is going to exist in every single uh, scenario. For all mm-hmm. I know, you could throw a ball up and it would go and float off into space for some completely natural One in a million chance mm-hmm. yeah. some shit happened. And yeah. it just never happened. Or maybe that has happened, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's that doesn't... The, the fact that that's conceivable doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's reasonable to believe that gravity doesn't exist. Okay. Okay. So, again, these distinctions are very important because I I, I believe in love because I've seen, again, I've seen a lot of evidence for it that makes it reasonable to believe that love exists, that there is, and and again, how do you Mm -hmm. define love? I, I mean, that's 
a whole other conversation, but mm-hmm. I believe there is some type of force that you know that has to do with positivity and human connection or or not it doesn't even have to mm-hmm. be human you know people connect with animals and shit and, mm-hmm. and it, that it, that I, I've, I've seen evidence that it exists so I believe that I don't know that huh. it exists okay okay I guess that's that's the difference I don't have I don't have proof that it exists, okay. but I have evidence. Well, I, I, I kind of do He's, in my experience. Okay. It's like, just in my one-on-one, one-on-one experience with the being, um, I'll definitely preface that, like, you know, I'm walking through this whole life thing on my own fucking adventure, and I'm just, like, figuring it out, and just some beautiful things are happening, and I'm just, like, trying to report and spread about it and, like, not really, like convince anybody of it or say that I have all knowledge or anything like that I just happen to have these beautiful moments that I couldn't really call anything else than like the love of the universe stepping in and Mm -hmm. taking over my life so yeah I've just had a lot of really powerful experiences over the years that this thing like clearly I don't know people some people call it flow state some people call it like synchronicity you know but like I believe there's some intention there that, like, if you're thinking positively and you're trying to do positive things, that, like, there's this thing that's there to catch you and, like, keep perpetuating you upward, you know? And if, like, if you're, if you have negative intentions, then you're kind of left to fend for yourself. But if you have positive intentions, there's something that's trying to teach you and, like, propel you forward. And so, um, I don't know. It's been, it's been years of just a lot of really powerful moments with people. Um, just, like, happening upon the right subject in conversation and all of a sudden they're crying and, like, they're opening up about something and, like, I'm just there and, like, it's, it's a very interesting moment where I become, like, a bystander in my own body mm. and that, like, my consciousness is kind of put to the side and that all of a sudden there's, like, these words that are coming out of my mouth. It, like, feels like I'm consciously talking with... (laughs) It it feels like I'm talking with the person, but it's not my mind that's doing it. It's this, like, other consciousness that's Hmm. going through, and, like, I'm barely trying, huh? What if it is your mind? Like, what is you? That's what I was going to What is yourself? That's the thing. It's, like, I'm, like, literally, as these moments are happening... Like, my physical body is moving, but my consciousness has been put to the side, and I can see that it's happening in that moment. I can be like, whoa, like, I'm not in control here. There's this thing flowing through me. These words that are coming out of my mouth are, like, not coming up in my head first. They're, like, flowing through me. And so that's that's the thing. It's like, to me, that's, like, evidence, right? That's, like, a thing that I can right. gauge just personally myself. Yeah, and that's that, pretty much that's the happened. same thing. That's pretty much the same thing I'm talking about. And I, so, I, I believe in that too. But there's so much science that can explain that phenomenon. I mean, I'm not a neuroscientist, so I can't, mm-hmm. you know, spit it off the top of my head. But mm-hmm. you would love Sam Harris. He's this, I'm sure I would. He's, he's also one of the, you know, the leading uh, atheists in, in, I guess, the public eye. But his main thing, he, he calls himself a philosopher, um, but he has a PhD in neuroscience. Mm-hmm. But he, he, um, he went down that road because of philosophy, you know, mm-hmm. and he's, he spent, um, uh, you know, times on retreats up to, I think he said the longest one was 
want to say either two months or two years. Probably not two years. Cool. But two two months. Just you know, eighteen to twenty hours of meditation a day, kind of thing. And so he's like, yeah. you know, he's like the About dude. It. Yeah, okay. yeah, cool. exactly. Right. And and um, you know, experiencing those things and having the mechanical knowledge of the brain and the neurological somebody like that it's it's interesting because it's the the fact is it's it's cool to to you know have these things happen and and believe that there's some mystical experience but to me it's more exciting to know that that is just a brain state that was already built into us, that was already available to us, that if we just practice living a certain way and and thinking a a certain way about about ourselves, about people, about Mm -hmm. then we can access that. It's always there. Mm -hmm. And whether it's through meditation and, you know, that's why originally when I asked you about prayer, to me, prayer is just meditation. Mm-hmm. But with religious overtones, mm-hmm. like like prayer doesn't work. There's the you, there's no, you're not there's no being. I mean, this is what I believe. There's no being that's like gonna do something or not do something based on whether or not you talk to it. Like that. I guess that's where I beg to differ. You know, it's like there, like meditation is like the emptying of the mind, and from what I understand, the like relaxing of the mind to become one with the universe, right? Of, like, all letting go, right? Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to have thoughts when you meditate, from mm-hmm. what I understand. You're mm-hmm. supposed to just let go. And so, right. you know, you're just... Like experiencing the present. And, yeah, and, and in my mind, those are separate things. Prayer is like a conversation, you know, and that... Right, but I don't... But I mean, ways. in the same way, there's different types of meditation. There's different types of meditation. No doubt, and no doubt. And I just think prayer is a... Uh, if for all intents and purposes, is it serves the same function as meditation. I don't think hmm. it. I don't think it actually is, is. Like if it helps you, whatever that you know, whatever that X factor, hmm. consciousness, the universe, love, it God, seemed, it whatever it is, a trigger in my life. It seems I, to like activate something, and. <laughs> but I mean, you could see how it would be something else that's just brought on by the practice of prayer. So, in the same way that meditation yeah, isn't yeah. a divine thing, you're not. If you if you're meditating and you feel some type of of uh, spiritual trans- transcendence because mm-hmm. your mind is clear and you're just you you you've you've broken down the walls mm-hmm. of the ego and you're completely in the moment and you're at one with everything and there's absolutely mm-hmm. no. Uh, you know, there's just no ego. Okay. Uh, then, then that would be for all again for all intents and purposes a spiritual experience. But it's not because you've done something that has unlocked a being who's giving you something. It's huh. just a brain state. And I think huh. pra- I, I believe that prayer is the same kind of thing. You know, I think if you're praying for somebody to heal of cancer i think that a positive mindset helps but uh-huh. i don't think that there's a being sitting there that's not going to cure your grandma if you don't talk to it uh-huh i feel uh, you you know what i mean? feel you that that's and, and and so prayer if you if again if you want to call it prayer but you're not really 
asking uh, an, an intelligent being with agency to do something that it wouldn't otherwise do, then I, I don't really... That, is that really a prayer? I mean, I guess that's huh. for you to decide. But well, again, yeah, that's I, the definition of what are we defining as a prayer. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's um, like the neuroscience of it, the what's going on spiritually, and then what's also going on... Um, like what's also going on physically, like they all seem to like somehow roll in tandem. Hmm. It's like, they're that's not... the beauty of the universe. Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, so like, if, if you it's interesting, it... like as I'm experiencing, I'm experiencing like a God moment, like prayer, or, like a meditative state, you know, like, and just like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like I'm having like an experience with right. God, right? Like a vision or mm-hmm. something, you know? And so like, that's, like, those things, like, go in tandem. You know, for me, it's, like, the, like, our our neuroscience and stuff doesn't prove that God doesn't exist. That there no, isn't it doesn't. Intention. It doesn't. For me, it's, like, that, like, they're all working in tandem and that there's an intelligent design behind the whole process. The other part, like... All these things, again, we, we pretty much agree. The, the reason... Uh, there's other reasons why I uh, make sure to stay away from that language, and that, again, has to do with my original definition of faith and the behavior of operating on a claim that has not been substantiated. Mm-hmm. And so now we're broadening it from whether, you know, you're praying regularly or not, whether you see, you know, results from prayer in your life or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. We talk about doing things in your life because you believe something will happen because of it. Mm-hmm. Now you broaden that and we talk about, you know, terrorism and ISIS and this and that. Mm-hmm. If you're a Christian who praise to a being that has no uh, proof, then what evidence or what argument do you have to say that the Saudis shouldn't be beheading people or giving little girls clitorectomies? Hmm. Because that's what they believe. And if, mm-hmm. and if if it's okay for you to do something just because you believe it and for no other reason, then it has to be okay for other people to do things just because they believe it and for no other reason. And that's when, that's when it, it really is kind of about having your cake and eating it too. It's like, if we can have all of, you know, all the things we just agreed on, Without any of the 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 bad religious shit, whether it be Islamic shit or or just homophobia mm-hmm. or or something, or you know, in the past the Crusades, anything negative that comes from a belief in God, the Salem witch trials, anything. Mm-hmm. If we can erase all of that and any possibility of that, mm-hmm. but we can keep the good parts that we have sufficient evidence do improve life for the individual and the community, mm-hmm. then why would we hang on to the way that gets us that that's tied to the bad things? That's where mm. that's well, where the, the people the use fear, thing. people use control, you know, people use fear to control. You know, it's like the way religions lie right now, there's been a lot of twisted hands holding whole situation right but those hands would just be i mean there's always going to be evil people there's always going to be crazy people and i Mm -hmm. I feel like those evil crazy people would 
society, regardless of what you believe, if we have a, a more uh, secular-based moral system, then those quote-unquote bad people, we would all agree they're bad because we have agreed on that moral standard. Mm-hmm. When religion and faith comes into it, people have a different standard of morality based on what they believe, even though they can't prove it, and they don't have sufficient evidence for it. Hmm. So that's uh, that is more. People are fucking crazy, dude. People people will like lose their hinges about a bunch of shit, and the same people that will lose their hinges and like like really believe crazy shit and like invite darkness into their life, they're the same people that are going to reach out towards power and reach out towards Ooh. controlling things. You know, and so and religion it's like, only makes it easier. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's exactly. just so that much like, easier to. I mean, look, I'm just watching. Have you fucking seen the uh, the A and E show with Leah Remini or uh, Scientology in the aftermath? Dude, that shit fucks up people's lives, mm-hmm. and it's not like so some sacred fucking document. It's some crazy dude with fucking pictures yeah. of him in a Just fucking a captain's hat. Just yeah, a dude. <laughs> he, yeah. He's a science fiction writer, and these people, like billions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. I just found out that if you're in the Sea Org, that like being pregnant is like horrible, and there's like. Hundreds, uh, whoever was on the the show, they were like, I know at least like fifty people personally that have had abortions because they were pregnant while they were well, mm-hmm. like, I mean, fuck, mm-hmm. those like shit, man. That's, That's some scary. fucked up. Just because of what they believed, and it's like mm-hmm. you can't. What is your argument against? Because it? They were- oh, what they believe is crazy. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. But the the chick getting pregnant without having sex, and the guy who's God, but he sent himself down to get killed, but he wasn't really killed because he's a ghost, mm-hmm. and he died for our sins, but still sin still exists. So we have to say ten Hail Marys and like, huh? Like what? How is that mm-hmm. not less? How is that not equally as crazy? Yeah, and I mean, then, I agree, and, and so, like, I mean, that I guess that's the thing, then, it's like, it comes down to your own experience, your own relationship with life, and with the beyond. It's really easy to be manipulated, and, like, assume that others should lead you, that you should like, oh, sign yeah. up with other people's mindsets, you mm-hmm. know, and, like, to me, that's the trip, it's like, no, we should all take our own unique mm-hmm. walk, and, like, figure out shit for ourselves, and just keep in mind that love is the center you know, to me, it's like, once you're, you're focusing on unconditional love, like, your compass is kind of on point, you know? Yeah, but, that's like, not going to You, know, you, can, you yeah, can see people cu- cutting off people's clits, and they're just like, mm, that's probably a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and unconditional love is your dial, and then, like... It's that's not gonna, It's not going to lead you there. Yeah, like, and so, like... Harris always said. And that goes beyond, um, that goes beyond religious borders, like, all that shit, and so, um... I don't know. I don't know. So you were in San Diego. You were, yeah, yeah. You were with this guy, and you guys prayed, and he had no more bad dreams. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, that and happened. Then. And then <laughs> um, I was pretty much just hopping around. And uh, So were, uh, were you working at this time? No. My homie's clothing company that he had started um, had kind of fallen apart. And so through the details, essentially, I didn't have a lot of time to, like, rally and, like, get myself another job, so I was, like, already out, like, living, like, about to live in my car and just, like, move out out to 
uh, back to New Jersey, and then my homies invited me to stay at their place, set up my tent in their backyard, and, uh, you know, at that point, it was just like, I'm gonna be hopping from house to house, and so, like, I didn't really, I don't know, just kind of gave up on, like, getting a job, and... Uh, just kind of focused on partying for a while and just like <laughs> let up. <laughs> and just like let go of like societal norms and uh, was finding that I wasn't I didn't really need to like have a job I could just like get by just loving people you know and that like those moments would naturally feed into other moments and that like I would just be a part of like love flowing through this life in that way and so i just let go of um trying to so, like love doesn't bite food well i mean yeah, I if you love ask. a bunch of people somebody's gonna probably give you a cracker or something dude you know what i mean if like if you're really trying to intentionally love somebody mm-hmm. i mean especially here in america this is the land of like super waste and like yeah. overwhelming like shit and so excess. it's just yeah. excess and yeah and so it's like what people are really looking for is a loving connection with life and with other people, you know? And if somebody's really reaching out and, like, trying to bless their lives with no um, intentions for themselves, then, like, you know, the, I, haven't, I haven't hung out with somebody and, like, fed into their lives and them not ask me if I need anything. Right. You know? And it's just, like, they want to fuel me to, like, go continue to do that for other people. And it's, like, it's, as long as I keep it pure... And as long as I really am just going into the situation, just trying to care about those people, they're down to help. They're down to just, like, you know, house me for a night and, like, feed me, and then, like, I'm on to the next thing, you know? And so, um, yeah, it's not like I'm leaning very hard on anybody's life or asking anything from them, but somehow things just keep coming up. You know, and so, like, I mean... I was in San Fran one night, no, I was in Oakland, and uh, I was talking to my buddy, and I was just trying to tell him about um, God's love for him, and uh, while we're talking, like, just like a fat wad of cash dropped on the ground right in front of us. What? And it was just like, you know, there's just like a like, might, ocean that, of people. And, if like, that happens right now, I'll start believing in God. <laughs> that's the thing, it, it, it just, shit. there's been shit like this. So, um, so I go to... Um, so I just, like, slowly, super chill, just, like, slowly go down and pick it up. Wasn't, like, trying to snatch it and hide it. Just, like, just was, like, looking around for somebody that looks like, like they had, the look, that had look, looked like they had lost their rent or something. And so um, put it in my pocket and just, like, him and I are keeping an eye out all night and just, like, trying to listen and for people if they're, like, talking about it or whatever. Nothing the whole night. And uh, we had a bunch of other, like, really strong moments and you know, cried together a bunch that night, and, uh, and then later, like, he was just like, dude, that cash, and I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> I forgot about it, it was 270 bucks, dog, Damn. and, like, in my world, with, like, like, how I live, just, like, very minimally with my oh, backpack, sweet, like, sweet. 270 bucks is, like, two, two months worth of just, Damn. like, I'm Damn. good to go, you know, yeah. and so, like, holy shit, you know, to me, that's, like, the love of the universe throwing me a tip for, like, letting somebody else know that it wants a relationship with them, too, you know? And so, you know, there's been a lot of shit like that. Um, I gave a a dirty uh, piss test one time. I knew it was dirty. I went and, like, gave that drug test, like, I gave myself a drug test that morning, and I knew it was dirty, right? And still had to go to the clinic and still had to, like, give it up, right? And so I, like... I pissed in a cup, they sent away my results, and, like, I thought the cops were coming for me for, like, a month and a half, dude, and, like, I called my probation office, and they were just like, oh, well, 
we never got those results. And I was just like, I had been terrified. And so, like, didn't smoke anymore after that. You know what I mean? And so, like, like, damn, I've been fucking smoking this whole time. It's interesting, like, the 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 full details of the miracle. So, like, at that point, I was so clean. And so I was just like, (laughs) oh, shit, I'm about to, like, speed over to this this fucking fucking spot right now. Like, take my piss right now, bro. (laughs) I know that shit's good. Like, (laughs) totally different change. And just, like, dude, it just, like, unlocked. It's like, whoa, like... He's looking after me now. Like, this being is, like, looking after my shit and just, like, kept me from going to jail. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, I remember... I remember a moment. Um, I had... I would given the drug test and come back to my house. And I just, like, took a rip of my ball and I was, like, fuck it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so just, like... I was, like, screaming out to God the whole way home. And uh, I was just, like, in an emotional wreck and just, like, thought my life is about to change and, like, essentially end. Because, like, you know, how... How does one person typically think of jail as like an ending point, as yeah. like a whole different thing, yeah. you know, a different book? And so, um, I, I just like took the rip and just like felt so dirty as I was like getting high off of it. I was like, this is just like all just bad. And uh, I went outside in the back and uh, I prayed. I just start praying and like, just like screaming out to God, like, why? Like, why are you going to let this happen when I'm, like, trying to do good things on this planet and stuff? Like, why has this got to happen to me? Da, da, da. Like, it was a bullshit situation when I got arrested in the first place. And uh, it was just, like, brought... <laughs> and, like, I just felt like my mind was brought to a place that it was just like, whoa. Well, if I do end up in prison, then all I'm going to do is tell people that God loves them, too. You know, and I'm just going to continue my relationship with God at that moment, too. And so, like, it doesn't really matter what happens to my physical body. It's just this is about God, not about me. And so, like, dude, at that moment, I swear I could, like, see it in my physical vision. And I was, like, I guess I was a little stoned off the hip. It looked like like a a crystal light prismatic, like, um, kind of like a shawl that dropped on my head as I was praying. You know, like felt this weight and I was like whoa what the fuck is happening <laughs> and it was just like I had just like declared right before that it was just like whatever you want God I'm your vessel let's do this it's just like whatever it turns out to be I don't care I'm on your thing and then that happened and then like a month and a half later it was just like whoa he's looking <laughs> out like there's like, something that wants me to be doing that but just not in jail not right now and so um and then, like, after that, I became homeless, and, like, people just, like, kept on inviting me out to desert parties and stuff in SoCal, and uh, then I just, like, got good at, like, backpacking and just started, like, being this, like, traveling, like, love spreader, dude, and just, like, kind of like a traveling counselor. I just like to hold space for people and just, like, fill them up with unconditional love, and it's just, like, become my thing, like, more and more over the past four years, and so... um uh, yeah, that year I, like, traveled, um, I, like, made my way to Burning Man, and then out to Salt Lake from there. Tell me about then, Burning Man. I've, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I mean, like, I've, all I've, all I've heard <laughs> is, like, that, it's amazing, that, you gotta go, but, um, like, is it like a concert? Is it like a... It's a, it's a, I, I know it's a festival, um, it's, it's a, but, like, that's it, a, at least used to be an experimental community where people can get away and um, they have these like this ten these ten rules I don't know them all by heart but 
basically you're establishing yourself as a you're putting yourself into a utopian society and so uh, you know everything is like radical inclusion radical giving um, you know everybody's welcome everybody is welcome to have everything that everybody else is having you know everybody's giving and like taking care of themselves and stuff so it's been yeah Bernie Man has it's like they don't like accept money and stuff no yeah there's no money there's no money all week and you know there's just like tons of different everybody's coming to the community to give something at least that's how it used to be and so um you know yeah, yeah, I got the ten principles of Burning Man. There we go. Which I went, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so the ten principles of Burning Man: radical inclusion. Anyone may be a part of Burning Man. We welcome and respect the stranger. No prerequisites exist or participation in our community. Gifting. Burning Man is devoted to acts of gift giving. The value of a gift is unconditional. Gifting does not contemplate a return or, or an exchange for something of equal value. Decommodification. In order to preserve the spirit of gifting, our community seeks to create social environments that are un- unmeditated, by, or excuse me, unmediated by commercial sponsorships, transactions, or advertising. Yeah, yeah. We stand ready to protect our culture from such exploitation. We resist their substitution of consumption for participatory experience. Um, radical self-reliance, radical self-expression, communal effort civic responsibility, leaving no trace, mm-hmm. participation, and immediacy. So, What's yeah. immediacy? immediacy? Immediacy is like, yeah. Yeah. something's oh. going on. Let's just go fucking do it, man. Right fucking now. So just spontaneity? Like, so so yeah, yeah. Just Where? like, let's go. Just like, no sitting around or planning. It's like, somebody invites you to go do something, you have a moment of yes in your mind, you're out. Like, let's Yeah, go. it actually says it's the most important touchstone of value in mm-hmm. our culture, okay. is what it says. Yeah. yeah, just like, you end up doing the most random, different shit. Just, I don't know, there's just so many different uh, things that are offered at Burning Man, just like thousands of workshops, concerts, uh, different camps. There's like, there's a hammock camp that there's actually like probably like 20 hammock camps, but the main one has 300 hammocks. And it's just Damn. a field of hammocks and everybody's sleeping and it's awesome. And then that's what they're there for. And then there's like a smoothie camp right across the street. And mm. They're giving out smoothies to people. And then there's like. So do you, uh, I like, mean, you just like, do you buy tickets or like. Yeah, what? you buy a ticket to get in and then okay. that's it. And then, well, so that's not it. You can buy ice and coffee. Otherwise, there's no, there's nothing there's nothing else you can buy at Burning Man. Cause like, what if I I mean or you should be, but whatever. So God, what if you don't? I don't have three hundred yeah, so hammocks. Deco- de- yeah, do you come out? Well, no, you yeah. you sign up with those camps, and so like you find those camps online on, on Facebook, more precisely, and uh, they're all they all have their groups on there, and you can request into the group, and then like start talking about like what role you want to play, and so like. That that's kind of the main, the oh, so you only go with way. Them. Yeah, yeah, and so that's it's like a, that's yeah. kind of the that's definitely the way for like newcomers. It's like find a camp, put yourself in a community that's already existing, and like doing. Yeah, the well, thing. I'm fucking doing that. Get You're gonna find Mike's done. Now, Mike's done. Mike's done to a Burning Man. Bur- Burning Man has has done change in the past couple years for sure. I'd say that um, those who are uh, uh, more wealthy have bought up all the tickets typically mm-hmm. and are just filling Burning Man with uh, RV camps, just camps filled with like their own personal RVs, but thing they're not there's not a lot being offered out to the community. Not a lot of like random shit to go be gone. Mm-hmm. There's just like the the festive like the concert spots and like some some areas that are for experiential things, but like 
I, I definitely no, definitely noticed that um, there was just a lot a lot of vacant bars and like not a lot of people like connecting on like a person to person level anymore. It was more like you're there with your friends, you're there for your experience, and, and you're gonna experience it with your friends. friends. Yeah. yeah, and so like it's all like it's the same a closed with, like, music group. And so like, exactly. Of, so yeah. for me, like after this last one, I went this last year and. Uh, it just struck me as like the same as every other fucking festival. So nah. I was like over it, you know, and like I mean, not to say it's been like, sold out in that yeah. way. And like I've heard stories from all over Burning Man this past year that it was like that for them, and that it's like a main problem for Burning Man. Now, when people say like I want to go to Burning Man, I would encourage you to find the underground, the underground here around you. That's what I was even saying. Vibe. Like even if I don't fucking because I don't, I don't know about. Sp- fucking going to the desert or whatever but just to even fucking find a community of people and like mm-hmm. get involved with something that yeah. just fucking does good shit like mm-hmm. why the fuck not like, exactly and, and you know you're gonna find like minded people and like, go to church on Sunday <laughs> <laughs> not really <laughs> and I mean that is so that ties so well into the anti-theistic thing it's like that all can exist without any religious Un- right. overtones undertones right. so mm-hmm. like and 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 the inclusive part is it extends further when it's just about what it is instead of some higher thing right and, mm. and, and the, the it's not like a spectacle or what have you what it may be yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. and uh dr feldman corrected me in humanism and saying that that puts uh, uh priority in humans over ah. other beings ah. but so I guess I'm an egalitarian, <laughs> but I mean humanism in the sense that all that people throughout history have thought was divine and thought was so whatever with so much grandeur exists within our DNA within our our mm. physiology. It's firing off, man. it's it's there. Whatever you've experienced is part of you, and we are part. You know, we're just part of the universe. It's all one thing. Like mm-hmm. you don't need some t- You don't need to to give away the credit to to some. Hmm non-existent being well that's what I was thinking before when you were talking about helping the one guy with his night terrors and even more recent Perfect, things yeah. without the without religions like, uh, dude that was you man. well that's what I'm yeah it's exactly what I'm well, getting at like I that. respect and appreciate your modesty and your and your humility but like yeah, you did that. You did that. Whether or not you are conscious of the fact that you said those things, like you did say those things, like there were synapses going off. And where did I say those things? You feel I like... didn't think up me though. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, like, but I, neither did my anybody mind, else. I, like, that, well, that's we, that's we, my point. That's part of my point is that like I think something wants me to be here and wanted me to have that conversation. You know, I didn't have to end up at that party, and that that dude could have never even heard about me. You know what I mean? There's some sort of I the anomaly in my whole situation in my experience of this life is that there seems to be these like connecting co- like coinciding moments and that like are causing. I want to show believe. you something. I want to show you something. <laughs> Bring it on. I was uh, I tripped. Uh, I only took one tap, but I tripped acid last week. Interesting. So, uh, and on, I wanna. I I've always wanted to take. Are you notes. sure? Are you sure it was acid? I'm pretty sure. No, I felt like acid. There's an there's an epidemic out there, dog. Talk about that. So I just took a few notes. They start off pretty silly. 
Uh, there's nothing. We, <laughs> there's nothing we need that's not in this house. Okay. Uh, there's no. <laughs> there's no straight lines anymore. Sounds like acid. Yeah. Um, every little thing, all capital. Every little thing in the universe fits together so perfectly. How else would it be? Like, how else would it... And and, and that that was something that stuck with me. Like, you say, oh, it fits together so perfectly, but how else... It it wouldn't be any... Like, it it is the way it is. It's not the way it's not. Like, you could have met somebody else, but it's not that way because you met the people that you met. Mm -hmm. And so that's not any more divine than the fact that you're here right now. Like, how else would it be? I think I think it's all a matter of perspective, dude. Because the thing, the way you're describing it, is just like ringing out that miracles happen to me. Mm. You know, it's just like is and, <laughs> and my and my point is, I think it's so more miraculous that they're not miracles. That it just is. <laughs> that it's not a miracle that all those things happen. That all those is things it, were always going to happen. That all those things are part of the 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 natural unfolding of the universe. That's just the way it is. It's just a we don't have through, to, baby. We don't have to attribute it to something and call it a miracle. It's just nature. Nature is miraculous. That's what, I, and that, huh. that's just the way I see it. I mean, like, obviously, neither of us is going to convince each other. And I've that, also heard and people call point here. like people equate like nature, God, love, like all the same. Yeah. thing, right? And again, and so, that just goes like, back to I not mean, wanting to use religious language because of faith. Uh, I don't know, but I agree. I agree. Nature is is uh, love is a part of nature. Is an inherent part of nature in, in, in as much as anything else. And and is it's it's just an integral part of nature. I don't I don't know. I I, I, well, I think that statement in and of itself is so beautiful that the human mind, which is where I believe religion came from, could never top that. You could huh. never top what I mean. You know, it's like. My uh, my uh, my dad, along with many others, use the God of the Gaps argument all the time, and they uh, they'll like point to flower. It's like it's so beautiful. How could there be something so beautiful if there was no God? It's like that's the fucking point. It's mm-hmm. fucking amazing, and it just happened like that because this happened fourteen billion years ago, which led to that, to that, to that, to that, to that, and this. Okay. Ma- that's fucking miraculous. That's amazing. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. That in and, of, in and of itself gives me a feeling of spiritual transcendence. Okay. And all that is just part of so nature. If there's if there's a consciousness behind it, putting intention into it, then it negates. The awesomeness for you? I'm trying to. No, I think. No, it, no, like no, it, no. I just think. Well, yeah, kind of. You know, if you're watching a magic trick and mm-hmm. it's miraculous when you see it, but if you see how the guy had the thing pawn, then then it's like, oh, all right. Well, he was. You know, it's just all a trick. Huh. But if it's something, you know, you see some kind of chemical reaction that that just happens, and there's no trick behind it. It really happened. Uh huh. And, and, or, or the idea of quantum mechanics where we've, we've thought of, you know, this table as being a solid thing, but it's mostly empty air. And the only reason my hand doesn't go through it is because of the fields of energy between the particles and and molecules of the table Mm -hmm. and the energy and of my hand and all that kind of shit. That makes it so much crazier. The Uh fact that that a, a, a particle can 
exist in two places at once or not exist at all or mm-hmm. the fact that this universe according to what we have proven as far as you know things like gravity and things that we can uh, uh, you know laws of gravity it doesn't break the laws of gravity to claim that there might be an infinite number of universes that this could be just one of you know mm-hmm. a bubble or, or a grain of sand on a, on a beach mm-hmm. and there could like all those things the fact that they're natural makes them all the more beautiful if somebody has the intelligence to do it then it does cheapen it because somebody's just that's like somebody doing a math problem interesting like interesting it's not amazing in my mind it's like there's there's a thing that has thought up this crazy masterpiece this whole life game and given us free will to experience it Hmm. you know and that like you know, there's all these details that we get to find out about it, like quantum physics or what have you. But that those things, I feel, were thought up. Well, by, okay, by let's a, go with by, that. By a consciousness. Let's go and with that. And if, if that thing hadn't thought them up, then, like, it's not there. Okay, so you let's know? go so with that. Like, let's go with that. So, uh, if we want to talk about... Have you seen Westworld? Mm-hmm. So like to, to a couple the sim- episodes. Okay, okay. so the okay. but the I idea of a simulated yeah. world, and we mm-hmm. could for for all we know, we could be in a simulated world, and and there would be that intelligent being with agency who started all of this universe. Simulated, like like this well, is a, like like a like a attempt at something that's happened prior. I, I mean, no, you could put it. You could put it as as. Uh, you know, you, you, even if you put it in a completely religious context, and that there's a there is a being that has created this universe, mm-hmm. whether it's a simulation or not. The, the the point is, again, things exist or they don't exist. So the question then turns to that being. If that being exists, again, that being is part of nature. And that's just we extend our understanding. In the same thing is nature, like thought up nature. You feel me? Like is what's like, that? I think that consciousness thought up nature. Like, well, that that came, and again, that's sprouted a, from a point na- of intention. Okay, but uh, but I mean, it's it's in it's something that exists. Nature. Yeah. It, if we just call nature what exists. Okay. Then yes, it, it it's, exists. It's something. That. So then. The question becomes, where, where did the creator come from? And that that's, you know, then the idea that n- nature, whatever existed, made this, which uh-huh. is also nature, uh-huh. That's a, that becomes a semantic argument. We're saying the same thing. It's all just happened. Because the creator had to be, the creator can't just be there. Beware. Wherever. I mean, Wh- uh, inside the universe, outside the universe. Why not? Uh, because there has to be a point, there either has to be a point of, there has to be a beginning, or there has to be... Does there? I mean, if not, then it doesn't, it, it, it still begs the question, where, who created the creator? What if it just always was, man? What, if, still, what, if, what if there's still, like just like eons of shit that we have no idea about before time even began? That's... You I, know, what if everything we've ever imagined, ever has happened in some way and we're just getting flashbacks right now you know what i mean like the that whole there's like an there's an infinity of answers that could be like slid at your question you know what i mean it's just like 
there's there's a point beyond which, like in the past, that us humans just don't know about. Right, like, but again, it comes down to yet. the fact. It comes down to the fact that that's either true or it's not true. And we can, whether or not we can ever know that, is a different question. Because uh-huh. it either is or it is not. And so again, it's either it's not divinity. It's either part of nature or it doesn't exist. Hmm. And that okay. and, and focusing or, on whether it exists or not without the ability to prove it distracts us from practicing unconditional huh. love. Huh. And I think that, you know, things like the, you know, there's, I, I mean, we could take individual parishes, I'm sure, that are completely full of warm people that are just all around good people. There's got, mm-hmm. you know, there's got to be, it can't be that hard to just pick a church in America and you find all, you don't find any assholes. But uh, that's pretty hard. I mean, it, that's there's... pretty hard, okay. dog. But I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, you're preaching the choir. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no word playing. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> But, uh, I, I mean, I'm, there, it has to exist somewhere. Or it's reasonable ex- to uh, think that it, it exists somewhere. So I'm sure Is that reasonable, we... though? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I, thought you were on, I thought you were on their team. Well, no, absolutely not. I no, but, walked right. away from the no, church. But my, it's just, no, but people can be uh, Christians and be good people. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. But... You have those parishes, and you have Christianity. You have uh, even with Islam. You have there's there's many 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 uh, Muslims who are peaceful people and who go to their religion and get peaceful and moral things out of it, despite mm-hmm. whatever horrors may come from. That's all well and good, mm-hmm. but and and then you you know like you you know at Burning Man there's all this goodness, there's all this love, there's all this purity, whatever that is. Okay. Whether you call it God, whether you call it love, nature, whether you think they're all the same, whether you make, whether you think it's important, that whatever it is, it would be infinitely more available to people if it were just a staple of humanity uh-huh. and not a staple of religion. No doubt. No doubt. And that is that is where the anti-theism comes into it. It's that mm-hmm. if we break down the walls of religion, then that love will come pouring out and it won't wow. and it won't be, you know, trapped in the religion proceeding ming- upon religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mingling with all the bullshit of religion. Okay. And we can have the 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 smartest people and the most pure people kind of on the same level because mm-hmm. morality and, and will be can become an area of study. We can do moral philosophy and eventually moral science, mm. and it will become something that we can moral solidify. Science. That's awesome. Uh-huh. I mean, that's a, that's a the, that's a theoretical thing. Uh-huh. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that that's ever, that is it, but that's the, that's that's the ideal situation that I would like to work towards. That if these ideas become part of what is a human value. Mm-hmm. Rather than a religious value or a spiritual value, mm-hmm. then I think it will it'll it, it will just become ubiquitous, uh, except for the fact that we'll always have bad and crazy people. Hmm. Well, but those they, bad and in, crazy in, people will just be bad and crazy people. In, in I think there's just like there's only like two degrees that really separate our views in that way. You know, I believe that yeah, like 
all people should be given that unconditional love and realize that the power is within. You know, okay. and that like okay. everything will start working out if we all just start loving each other and start dropping our walls, right? Well, you say it's within, but then you just you well, said you believe in a being. Well, yeah, but that being, we are all extensions of it. We are all nerve endings of it. We are, in my perspective, we are all extensions of this being experiencing itself. You know, ah, that's, see, that's something different. Yeah, that that's is, you. Yeah. You were kind of talking as if it was a well, being. Well, we got to separate. this point. Well, it it it. It's a being, but it's told me face to face that we are one. <laughs> well, because because are you familiar with the difference between theism and deism? Run it, run it down for me. So basically, theism is the belief in the existence of a god or gods that is uh, an intelligent being with agency that can reach into the natural universe mm-hmm. and affect how things go. Uh, but and- is standardly separate. Yes. Like, yes. 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 And so a deistic god is one that uh, has basically it's more or less what Einstein believed in in the sense that there is a force that set that pretty much set the universe into motion there's Mm -hmm. an underlying force some variation of that but it's not a that there's not a quote unquote god that you can talk to but huh. that's separate from yourself or from ourselves or from humanity itself or from hmm. the universe itself. Okay. So if, that's, if you believe huh. that's all one mm-hmm. and you can talk to God but only in the sense that you're talking to the universe itself that you are a part of and all of that, that's more a deistic belief set. Word. Okay. Is that more what you're in line with? Rather yeah, than the I mean, separate okay, let me run this that, down for yeah. you. So, on my 25th birthday, I saw a, I saw a tree, and the tree kind of like looked like my face, like the leaves and stuff. And then, um, I could, like, my spirit told me, it was like, that's you. And then it was like, the leaves were my thoughts, and then the fruits were my actions, right? <laughs> and then it like pulled back, and it was like, I'm in like this on this like field thing and um I can see my friends and other people and they are all other trees as well. And then like pulled further back and it was like we're all like taste buds on this giant tongue like undulating body mm. sort of thing and then it pulled further back and then there was a center of that thing and it was like red and glowing and like pulsing life into the whole thing and like the veins like reached out to all the all the trees and like through all the branches and like was holding the body together but it had a center point and a mind and it was like pulsing love into it all and I felt like I gotta look at like the whole you know and like to me it's like that pans out into reality like I was like that what I was shown that day has not contradicted what I've seen since and so mm-hmm. It's been very interesting that the more I communicate, the more I communicate about us being one with God and there not being any boundaries between us, it's just like it resonates over and over with people. And like, I don't know, to me that, I don't know, that signifies a lot of truth when people can just like all their walls drop and it's just like, oh, yes, whoa, that's the answer. It's like, it's crazy. You know, it's like, I don't know. So yeah, that that means that we're even more aligned mm-hmm. than I than I had originally thought. Yeah. Which is again another um, another sign to me that I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, you're clearly on the right track. You, you know, um, and <laughs> no, I'm I mean, just finding my way, dog. That, well, that's that's that's. I feel like you know that's, that's what we're all trying yeah, to do. That's it. And some people go one way, and some people go another way. And I I feel like religion is such a big thing, and for the people who are into it, it's so big for them that if I can parse that out and, and again, spread that, that, that essence that people are hanging on to mm-hmm. and separate it from the shitty parts, mm-hmm. then we'll all just be fucking chilling, man. Yeah, dude. You know? Like, so, uh, yeah. Unconditional that's, love, that, dude. That's, that's, uh... Uh, yeah, I mean, you. I bring this up in probably every single episode, but Sam Harris's book, um, "Waking Up," it's uh, called. Uh, yeah, it's called "Waking Up: A Guide to Spirituality Without Religion." Cool. It starts. And it starts out with him talking about the first time he did ecstasy with one of his friends, and, he's, <laughs> and he's just like, he's just like, I realized, you know, like, uh, I, I, I don't know. He's talking about jealousy, and he was like. I think his friend was like more handsome, more athletic, more, and oh then he, he felt like he was like, I real he's like I realized if I could give the, those things to my friend that I would willingly do that. I want him to have those things. I want him uh. to be happy. And then I realized that if a stranger walked into the room, that I would want the same thing for them as well. Uh, and then he's like, <laughs> no, and he's like, in that moment, any idea of jealousy or like selfishness just just fell away forever, uh, because you see unconditional love, and you see that it's it's only got positive things. It's only got it's only good for you it's only good for other people and there's no negative Mm -hmm. to it there's just no negative to it and there's so few things in the universe that are that cut and dry and Uh I mean of course uh, you know you say unconditional love you could love somebody they could hurt you whatever whatever but I mean that's part of the human condition I mean you're not going to escape pain completely and you'll you're more likely to experience a lot less of it if you live a life of unconditional love than anything else that I know of. That may not be true. That may not be true. You know, pain is pain is a teaching point. You know, pain that's is, true. Pain I guess if not... you're a fucking sociopath and you just live for money and don't connect to anybody, then you probably won't be sad that often mm-hmm. until you're 50 years yeah. old and you kill yourself because mm-hmm. you realize you've never experienced love. Pain, you could do that too. Pain <laughs> is the deepening of the masterpiece, dude. Like a masterpiece may not be as gorgeous without the dark spots. So the, without the shade this is, We were talking about this the, before. That contrast is essential. Yeah. What do you think about yeah. this? I was listening to some uh, some guy, uh, Jason Silva, who's like a futurist. He, he's really into the future and technology and society and, and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and, and and just spirituality and transcendence, all that kind of shit. You would definitely like him, too, yeah. And um, <clears throat> he was talking about a time in the future, you know, who knows how many years, where we can upload our consciousness. We, you know, we get a handle on what the fuck our consciousness is. We, we can, you know, map our consciousness and upload it to a, you know, to the cloud. Mm-hmm. And... We can uh, live in a state where suffering doesn't exist, <laughs> and we're aware of because, like, it, when you're happy, 
it's not like you've you can only be happy if you were immediately uh, like immediately after being in pain. Mm-hmm. You can be happy. You can just be happy, and it's predicated on the awareness and the memory of pain. Suffering. So mm-hmm. like you have your life and you know what pain is and you know what pain was, and you're uploaded to this supercomputer. And, um, you're just in a constant state of contentment. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that would be... Because uh, Conover and, and uh, Dr. Bowman, they were talking about how that would have to be... Like, you would eventually, you would have to get bored of that. And I'm saying that if we were technologically advanced enough to map and upload our consciousness to a computer that could inject bliss into our minds and that this came from the question of whether what I believe about love because he asked about what I believe and Mm -hmm. I said that love is a brain state okay so like yeah let's say we just upload our consciousness and you push the button for love and you're just in the feeling of love forever okay like I I feel like I still think the relativity and the contrast is essential. Like you don't not knowing what pain is. But you I would mean, know. I under, right, right. I understand your. You would saying, know everything you've that memory. you've been through. Right. Go ahead. And you would just go for. You would take that consciousness, and you would be in a in in a state of love, and your brain would remain in that state. I mean, if, if you fall in love with someone, the intensity of your brain being in that state is going to lessen over time. Okay. But you could fall in love with someone new and, you know, I mean, it might be slightly different neurologically because of different reasons, right. but if, but right. you know, if we're going to pinpoint the love nerve, that okay. love nerve would, Oxytocin. would, it, yeah, would yeah. Re, it would, it would be brought back to life in the same way. So it's not that you probably not in the same way though, not in the same way, but I mean, to the same intensity yeah, okay. or theoretically to the same intensity. Theoretically. Okay. So, there's nothing, I, I don't see anything that says if we can type your conscious state into a computer, that it would ever, you would be even be aware of time for that matter. Like, Probably not. You know if what I mean? Like, you could just, yeah. State, you, like, are we talking about what that state would feel like? Or whether just, pain would exist inside it? Was that the whether question? Whether pain would exist. Whether, whether it's you, essential. Whether it's possible for us to exist in a constant state of pure love or pure bliss. Oh, so, 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 like, for pain to, like, leave or, the equation? Or, or, or yeah. Huh. Would, that, what, would it just become normalized and would we get bored? I think that, like, I think that people might call that heaven. Like some some form of heaven, like paradise, paradise, yeah. utopia, da da da. Yeah, there you, you know, go. That so, idea has been so. There you go. The idea of heaven, the idea of paradise, has been around. It has been in every culture, uh-huh. and I, I I don't necessarily think that there's any reason to think that it comes with death or that it can come with well, death. That's what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, I mean, but the idea of it. I think it's an idea. I don't think it's what actually goes down when you die. No, but what yeah. I'm saying is, if we if we have that I, that idea, mm-hmm. then and and we're we become conscious apps on a com- supercomputer. Okay. Then it seems reasonable that we should be able to stay in a state of constant love or constant bliss or whatever you want to call it. Hmm. 
Okay. Uh, see. I was just telling that. All right. right well, okay. <laughs> is, with, is it with, like whether the universe has the capacity for love to just be the code forever? Is that? Please go ahead, Andrew. You said before because I said to you, "Well, I think pain is essential," and you said, "Well, you've got the memory of pain, so you know what it's right. like to feel pain. So, what would be so wrong with the bliss?" I feel like at some point you might start asking yourself, is there somebody else feeling pain if I have the memory of it? Like, because I have this whole thing where it always could be worse. Like, when people start complaining about shit, I'm always just like, yo, it could be a lot worse, bro. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Like, then that's kind of how I get through my days, but honestly. But I mean, that's, that's just, that's a that's a, a red herring. Because that's, uh, I'm saying we could program, like, take any one of those examples mm-hmm. and you could account for it. Because you we, we can, in the same way we've mapped out our genome, we will map out our consciousness. And, like... The, the any possible firings of the neurons in our brain will be able to be mapped, and it, it, it you'll be dialed into a point where you're not thinking about that. Okay, so do you you're, think we'd ever evolve to that point of starting to become more naturally conscious in the sense of our natural consciousness, not in the without field. computers? You mean? Yeah, right. Like, um, I think I think it's happening. I okay. think that's what I'm working on, dude. Yeah, that's why I, I right. think the three okay. of us. I think our we'll our evidence, <laughs> our evidence that 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 is happening, um, and. The fact that it's like, uh, I, you know, again, you, going back to using religious language, I feel like there's a, I, I don't do that. And I feel like there's a certain type of person who can get what you're saying. And there's, uh, some of these people are religious and some of these people are not. There are certain people who are just, I don't know what it is. I don't proclaim to know. That some people are just wired to understand bigger things, and some people are just not. I huh. think that um, there's always been like it's a it's a you know it's a slow thing with evolution, and I think mm. we're evolving. We're not evolving physically necessarily. Mm-hmm. We're not evolving uh, like. IQ level necessarily, but mm-hmm. in terms of of social and emotional intelligence, I think mm-hmm. we're evolving. Okay, and it's a slow thing because there's a, a lot of assholes and they're getting a lot of pussy. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the the kind nerds don't fucking get a, a lot of pussy. So not in New Jersey. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Homies the, do all right out in Cali. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, let's go. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I, that's if you think back to like you know even ten, twenty years ago, and the fucking you you could see uh, twenty on Jump Street. Like the whole joke about the first half of the movie is how when they were in high school, you know, you bully the nerds or whatever, and now things have switched around, yeah. and the nerd is a cool kid. The whole idea of revenge of the nerds, or whatever. It's just. Um, yeah, but it, it, it's a slow change, and I think that it's happening, but it's 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 not something we're gonna see. Yeah. I don't think it's something that. Yeah. I, I'm for, I'm, 
that's a, a depressing thought that I'm, I'm, I'm. That you're not going to see like the end product. Yeah, of, like, I don't think we're ever going to see the world that we're talking about. Whatever it is, whatever we imagine our ideal world, I huh. think it's possible. I don't think we're ever going to see it in our yeah, life. Well, who's yeah. to say our ideal whatever is any way that it's supposed to turn out? Anyway, but I mean, what uh, you know, I mean, it's our hope. The that world the could be a lot be better. Over yeah, the world could be right. a lot better than this. Mm-hmm. No and, doubt. And, and I don't. No I don't. I don't see us I could be completely wrong and I really hope I am but I don't see things changing in any major major way I think that's I think that's up to us I I think that's I think that's the act that's when we realize that we are one with God and we can fucking manifest some change right here right now yeah make this I'm with you man and that's what that's what the fuck we're doing here yeah I know and that's what like but it's all a matter of urgency and like whether you want to hop on it or not you know it's it's whether you want to like switch to veganism right now because it doesn't because it hurts animals and shit and it like hurts the earth it's, it's whether you want to like make a decision now to like stop using plastics and stuff <laughs> See? that's a programming dude because yeah, you really don't right. need that shit yeah. and like we are all working out our that's kinks a, and our evolution you, so you're a vegan but yeah yeah it's a, let's go down that road okay let's, let's go talk down about that road it. because I have some some interesting thoughts about uh, about eating meat. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, I want to ask you, and this comes from listening to Mad Joe Rogan episodes. What do you think about? I'm just going to put it blankly, and then I'll, I'll specify. What do you think about hunting? Unnecessary. Okay. What do you we think have about supermarkets? Okay. So what <laughs> do you a think thing about to die for you to have fun? <laughs> well, okay. So what do you think about someone who? boycotts factory farming and instead hunts for their own food. It's hypocritical. Like, I why? Don't, well, I mean, it's just like, why would you go out and kill more animals? There's already a bunch that are dead and they're going to be wasted. So if you are into eating meat, you should as well, like, like pay respects to the things that are already fucking dead and not go, so go, you out, don't go see... out and kill your own beautiful hmm. wild thing. So, that thing's well, wild okay. and needs to survive because there's it's, a bunch of okay. other shit that's already poisoned. Well, all right, so let me present the. Let me just be the devil's advocate because I'm not okay. a hunter. I am an. I am mm-hmm. a meat eater, and I buy my shit at the fucking supermarket. So I uh, know more. Do you at least buy organic dog? Yeah, I try, oh, but geez. I'm fucking broke. So and <laughs> I, 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 I try. Man. Times are hard. No, no doubt, but like meat isn't necessary. So like, why give a fuck about? I, I mean, you're See, right. I don't have. That's any... where I actually disagree because when you think meat is necessary, yeah, because when we were first a people, what did we have to eat? Well, yeah, that was when we were in like hunter gatherer survival mode. But, but see, we're that's not my argument. I feel that, but that's my argument for it. Is that at some point in our we are species history, we are able to make that decision. We are a species that's made for free will choice. We can go down the light path okay. or the dark path, but like. The same, like it's either we can choose something that has been grown organically mm-hmm. and just a plant matter in this like like twenty steps away from something that's had to suffer and die and like be poisoned its whole life and has like all this negative energy wrapped around it and then you choose that over that when in reality like you're being lied to about the actual like nutritional factors of what those things provide and you actually only need plant life to survive and i'm going on like okay. 4 or 5 6 years now okay. of not no, eating my those been things. A, a, and a so like in in my life i've experienced that i don't need that shit okay. and like then i definitely pose a question to you um 
if you feel that there is connection with all of us and everything and everything that exists, what's the difference in eating a plant and eating an animal? Well, don't you feel as if you're destroying the consciousness of a plant just as much you would be an animal? I think plants were naturally like formed to yield out fruit and that if we don't eat it, it's going to just fall on the ground and rot and something else is going to eat it. But we well, have but turned same, animals. Okay, and, right, yeah, okay. but it's not the same thing because, like, we have turned well, animals look, and look, holocausted right. this bad boy into the monster okay, that it is fine. now. But we, like, and maybe animals were never supposed to turn out like this dog. Maybe we're supposed to see wild cows, like, even cows as they are now are what? like a bred thing. Dogs that, as they okay, are fine, now were never okay, that okay. way. Like when so uh, uh, when I talk about people hunting their own food and eating it, I'm talking about people who, uh, again, I'm getting this from Joe Rogan. He's a bow hunter. He goes out with a bow and he hunts uh, like elk and he'll eat the, the whole thing. This is an animal, and they, these are, you know, you look for older animals, animals that have lived of the purest, most natural life that they're going to live, and if you don't kill it, they're just going to get taken down by a wolf. You're not doing any more killing that would have already occurred in nature. You're killing you don't that know animal. That. Like you do know that. It's not going to live. Like, I mean, it's you not going to live forever. That animal's going to die. It's, but it is going to die. I mean, maybe you, it'll the, maybe it'll like mate one more time or a couple more times before it dies. You know, and you're cutting that off because you think you need to like shoot this animal to get some sort of meat out okay, of it when you but, could just go get it from somewhere else. But so you can go buy some grain thing in a store that's <clears> been <throat> milled and you uh, you know I mean the number of rodents that are killed with these milling machines and factory farm mills is is uh, you know and the okay. the the pesticides and the insects mm-hmm. that die from all this I mean you're not getting away from killing it's it's that's, just a, it's just a part. That's what I'm of, saying. Is it's like, ugly and it, and you don't want to do it, but it's a part I of would, nature. The, the only reason I think killing animals is justified is if all other routes are like ex- like totally okay. extinct, or like it, you're you're dying in the woods somewhere, and for some like you need to shoot a deer to fucking save your life or something. Okay. You so know, let me ask you something different. It, in this modern day and age, like in you most of the known world, you have the ability to choose. Uh, plants over animals and what's the only thing that's keeping people choosing animals is tradition is taste is convenience but again again more animals are killed by buying into factory farmed vegetarian foods than are killed by killing a single elk and eating the meat from that elk well factory farms are bullshit from the get-go so like i don't believe in those either i'm talking like the 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 shit I'm buying from and trying to buy from is like organic, like okay, but it shit. still has pesticides. No, no, not if it's organic. Then how? Then why don't the uh, and then why don't insects eat it? There's there's ways to farm like like permaculture wise and otherwise that like you're using nature to keep those things away. Like people put out like people put out like a box of praying mantises all out all over their garden. And they kill all the insects, dude. And then, like, people keep certain <laughs> types of spiders around or, like, certain types of weeds and stuff that are, like, natural pesticides to bugs that would come My in. My hand does they, that out in PA. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so, ways to move around it, and people do it in a, in a pure way. And it's like, yeah, maybe, say, nobody does it in a completely pure way. I'm shooting, I'm shooting for as pure as possible. 
You know what I mean? But and so like, is the so is the elk hunter. Mm-hmm. I, I, Even though I, I someone else that may, way. I don't really see it that way because you're like taking it into your hands and demanding that you need to kill another animal. So to, are, like you, you're I, doing the same with buying the the, the the like vegan products. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Like. I don't know. I, I don't see it the Especially same way. if you're buying it in a store. If you're buying it from a farm that you can verify that... So that would be a better good. That would that be a better step. Be okay, towards, yeah. That right? would be a better step than, than, than shooting an animal, getting something that completely has no death involved with it at all. Except mm-hmm. plant death, which you're still talking, you know, where do you find, define? I don't. I don't think. I mean, I don't think the plant is dying though. The plant is giving off fruit. Okay, that's fair gonna enough. die. Okay, but that, that fine. Fine. So there's. You're not putting any. You know, if so it let has me ask a, you like, this: sentient Have you existence. have you heard of uh, cultured meats? Like, no, not, not particularly. It's basically. Um, oh, like created. Out it, of yeah, it's like dish. it's yeah, like yeah. lab-grown cell reproduction. Mm-hmm. So biologically, it's so the same meat. as meat, mm-hmm. but there's no animal, there's no death involved mm-hmm. with it. Do you? Would you? I have... eat that shit up <laughs> <laughs> at least once, dude. Like, come on, I mean, we'd have to. I, I mean, it's like no, that's it's like the utmost of like genetically modified. So I would also wonder how it would actually come into yeah. your system like would but, it I mean, fill they, your stomach with cancer they, on touch or something like I don't know but I mean if it was a if real it was product perfected, yeah. I mean, so far, I, I'm not against like so far they've, itself, they've like, really come down on the, the whole criticism of, of GMOs they've really found out that G, there's really nothing wrong with GMOs in and of themselves that like any any process you could abuse it but most of the foods we eat are have GMOs in them and there's where did you wrong. get that information dog um, that I mean, is there's a lot of panorama no, like yeah, the, dude genetical genetic modification of something like dude everything it, you if, eat is genetically modified everything you eat and there's do you, and genetically genetic modification is not any chemical thing all it is is is, is a form of breeding that I that <laughs> that's like a whole different universe of a conversation. Dude, Teach like, me, bro. Well, it's just like there's chemicals in the soil. They've blasted plants with radiation. They've done a bunch of shit that they'll never reveal to the populace, but they will put out as many I mean, as many like informa- as any as many information sources as they can, proving that. GMOs aren't real. It's just like if it comes from. A I didn't big say they company, weren't real. Well, <laughs> they're not. They're not. Um, I didn't say they weren't real. I said they're not harmful. Not harmful. I don't know, man. I beg to differ. There's a reason that everybody's got cancer in this country, and people have less of it in other countries. You know. That, that you just gotta like put I, things so together. So GMOs, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it has nothing to do with the fact that we. That's a lot of blame. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's part. It's part of the equation. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying foods that might be gem- genetically modified cannot be bad for you. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying the fact that food is genetically modified. If you eat corn. That's been grown completely naturally. Mm-hmm. That's genetically modified from what corn was. Okay, so this is semantics then. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about intentionally humanly altered within the life of the plant. Like what? To, 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 like shooting it with fucking uh, radiation or something to maximize its size, to fatten it, to give the, co- the corporation owner more of a yield out of it. 
Like that, these are like very different things you're talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, but like I said, like, like anything, it can be abused, but the fact that it's genetically modified doesn't make it a bad thing. That's all, that's the only thing I said. Well, alright, but that's that's one term. If it's like fucked with chemically or radiationally, then well, yeah, I believe I'm it's not a bad fucking thing. suggesting people go so, out and eat radiation. Okay, <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. Like, you, I mean, you may not be eating it right now, but like. There are items in this kitchen that have been raised in an unhealthy way, you know, and it's just like you like you have you have the choice to either like um, you have the choice to either keep buying that way or just like find better things that like are grown in a more healthy way that I mean, can I work more admit, symbiotically I'm, with your body. I mean, I try to buy things that are pretty run of the mill. I don't. I try not to buy things that are any like super. The, chemical, the thing is, there's but, like a power structure I, I, and an intel like like. People that don't want you healthy. I agree that, with that. That's a reality, and they're going to. I don't make, know. My rationalization make the regular, is regular, like the my products of every day, like the like Walmart stuff. Like that stuff barely gives you any nutrition at all, and any yeah. nutrition that it does give you is like twisted because it's genetically modified. And anything that's processed. All I'm is saying really is, people are way more unhealthy than me. So well, no, if shit starts going I down. I think you're lucky because I'll you be might... all right before. Like I'll have a warning. There'll be some people that are that are fucked before. <laughs> there are a bunch of people that are getting fucked. It's just like we're not like paying attention to the information. You know, it's like. I mean, it, it's all of it. We're, we're all, all choosing. Mm. We're all choosing to focus on different parts of society and different problems with society. But you know, there's shit going awry on all fronts. It doesn't like just because you're not experiencing it or paying attention to it doesn't mean it's not happening to you right now. For example, the water that's yeah, going through your faucet. <laughs> yeah, dude. How's your pineal gland feel? Because you might not know. Because a Please lot of people Brita. don't know. Yeah, Britta doesn't do shit against <laughs> But you don't know that either. People usually don't. And it's just like... They but think people like, oh, are right, right? Enough, but people it's like, are right. Dude, people like, make scientific people discoveries. Right? People are not freaking out about well, this, right. this country. People are not freaking out and like changing this thing. Like there are things that are in our food, fair in enough, our but, water, fair and enough, in our air to I'm, keep us docile. Fair enough. To keep us thinking like fair whatever, enough. But man, people could cool. be at least as mindful and as smart and as inquisitive and as skeptical as I am. And if people could be at least as skeptical as I am, then someone will figure out some of that shit. It will be good. So that's... Th- well, I'm doing my well, part. No, the, the I can't fix is, the, the fucking water is, in, you the, have in the choice. Place. You have the choice can, about how much of a part you want to play. You have a choice about how... Do influent- I? Can yeah. I get different water? You can get different filters that fucking take care of your water, and then within a month of drinking that water, you can be having, like, really powerful spiritual moments without even trying, because your pineal Where gland can is I get decalcifying. That? It's called, there, there's a bunch of different filters, but any filter that takes out fluoride, dude. Fluoride destroys your spiritual connection with the universe that's the connection point well, into the physical point I, I, well right now I'm like visiting my, my family so I'm buying bottled Essentia but that has no fluoride in it and that's pH balanced but before that I was at a spot and we were drinking uh, water out of a Kangen filter which does the same thing it takes everything Kangen. out and, yeah and then that balance that balances the pH too you can like right. choose which pH you like but um give it a shot and see yeah dude happens. I mean yeah. That shit will change your life, and then the thing is, like, people don't know about that shit, and they're just drinking water and eating food from the same stores every day and wondering why their lives are not changing or why this life isn't, like, a full experience. It's just, like, there are dampening factors that are being slammed on you without you agreeing to it. 
Well, I mean, regard, regardless of, like, their diet, like, if you're just eating, like, a relatively healthy diet, but not an aware diet, like, you're just buying stuff that's still GMO or whatever, like, if you change over to non-GMO and organic, like, all of a sudden your life will be more vibrant. You'll feel it in your cells, dude. You'll feel it in your brain. Like, all of a sudden you'll just feel your life pop more when you wouldn't before. And it's just, like, that's a real change that I've seen people experience. And it's, like... You have the power within yourself to make de better decisions for yourself, educate yourself, be humble, and, like, accept new wisdom, and then change and evolve yourself, you know? Like, you can like always do organic food, too, but... Well, I'm saying, like, whatever a, way to, a way to live a fuller life on, on this planet is no, to I take in organic shit. Yeah. Like, there's an enzyme in organic produce that kills cancer on contact. And that's like you have the answer within organic produce, especially green leafy stuff, to kill your own cancer. So instantly, you have the power to cut cancer out of your life if you're going organic. I smoke, you know, so it, I'm good there. <laughs> well, I mean, need as many avenues of defense against that shit, you know. But it's just like there's this mentality that um, keeps people comfortable. Like I, I do all right. People do worse than I. And there's, like, mm -hmm. we're still reaching up and I'm still doing all right. Like, let's keep going type thing. But, like, there's a moment within you. Like, there's moments that you can take within yourself where you decide, no, that's not enough. And pretty much anything that you choose about that, you can look up and find a way to better better it. Like, no matter any, any part of yourself, any part of your existence, you can literally enhance yourself at will, especially with internet right here. And so it's just, like... We owe it to ourselves to evolve at the fastest pace that we can. And so, like, when, I, for me, it's like once you hear about stuff, you're kind of accountable to it. And so, like, when I first heard about veganism, it's just like, I can't really turn back. You know, it's just like I can't force myself back into, like, constantly eating meat all the time and, like, not giving a fuck about the animals that, like, I like, feel for now. No, I definitely you know? see so, it as a moral, a moral shortcoming. But it's just, like, I feel like I can't solve every problem in the world. And, like, you know, I have problems gaining weight anyways. And I don't have a lot of money. And I don't... Those, dude, to me, that's all programmed stuff from this society that's, like... And, and like, that may be the case. Registers but whatever, as, Whatever like, the reason, like, that's just not my focus. And, like, I have mm -hmm. other focuses. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I mean, I would like to... Number one, I would like for cultured meats to be a bigger thing. Because mm -hmm. that that's, you know, that kills the conversation. Then we could fucking totally. eat steaks and, yeah. and nothing gets hurt. And yeah. we don't have cows farting and fucking up the environment and, mm -hmm. and all that shit. Um... Uh, oh, dude! You know what actually causes all that methane? <laughs> real quick, so all 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 the uh, leftover bones and skin and everything that's left, like everything that's swept off the floors at these factory farms, they grind together with water and spray into giant pools, and it's Why? just giant pools of like wasted, ground up death, and all the gas rises out of that, and that's what eviscerates the ozone that's like the one of the biggest killers of our planet as it stands is those pools dude and that's the only way to get it get rid of the waste that so that like people don't see it outside they can produce all this shit and like 
not have to show anybody. Dude, I've yeah, driven past... Dude, it, it, it's all hidden. It's yeah, all hidden. no, I know so, they have, like, like crazy... Dude, I've, I've like, driven past the farms. You can't film any of that shit. Dude, though. yeah, and, like, I've driven past the farms, those farms in SoCal, and it's just, like, giant walls of dirt on either side of the highway, and if you open the windows, it's the foulest fucking snow huh. in your life. For miles, dude. Uh, for uh, fucking miles. It's putrid. Wow. It, like, has made me throw up, and it's just, like... That's wow. just one place where they're at, just like in the middle of nowhere. Ooh. And there's actually, you know, um, factory farms are also the things that are cutting down the rainforest. That's what's replacing the rainforest, and the rainforest is still dying every day. It's all going to cow farms. It's all going to these corporate motherfuckers. It's, just, it's things to think about, man. It's crazy, man. Yeah. All right. Well, we've been we've been going for over two hours. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, it was a pleasure. We yeah, got yeah, some interesting fun. stuff. This was fun. Yeah. Um, uh, you guys know what to do. Hopefully by now our Amazon shop is up. You can yeah. go to yeah. allreally.com slash Amazon and buy shit you would already buy. And without spending any extra money, you can help us out and we'll get a small commission. Uh, if you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash allreallypodcast and donate. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at allreallydudes and Facebook at allreallypodcast. And thank you to our guest, John. Right, it was a fucking a pleasure, guys. man. We really this, appreciate it, man. No and problem, we will see you next time. Spread the love. God loves you. All love, baby. Believe nothing. Set.